Hi, I'm Coach Corey Ween, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be Men Have Become Too Soft, Emotional, and Girly. So I've got an email from a guy. He's actually in Europe, and I've actually discussed an email. He's a success story, met his wife, obviously applying the things that he learned in my first book, 3% Man. And so he's noticed that, especially lately, and when you look at the older movies, guys like that act like men, they were dangerous but kind, guys like Steve McQueen, men were just masculine and manly, and they knew what they wanted, and they went after it without apology or without fear. And today's men are soft, they're emotional, they're girly, they're indecisive, they don't go for the things they want, they tend to blame others. I got in it into it yesterday with a bunch of low IQ morons on my Instagram page at Coach Corey Wayne on a post that was talking about the courtship in the video that I actually did yesterday. And these guys are upset that if they don't date and court their wife or girlfriend properly, that the woman should make up for their lack of masculinity and take over the lead. And what I see a lot of these days, and I've mentioned this a couple times in the past, is that the there's a part of the red pill community that is just absolutely toxic. It's full of narcissistic people. And all they do is complain about single moms and women being horrible, but these guys don't want to do anything to work on themselves, to take any personal responsibility for the fact that they keep trying to be Mr. White Knight, Captain Savaho, trying to fix and save these obviously broken women that belong to the streets. And they go wife up these girls that are just absolute train wrecks and then they get screwed over when they find out she's cheating on them and they go through an unpleasant, really expensive divorce and they want to say all women are the same. Because when you do that, when you blame other people, when you say it's all women or it's society, then it's no longer your fault. Then you can absolve yourself from any personal responsibility. And everything in my work is about helping you become a self-reliant man or a self-reliant woman who's able to solve your own problems and takes personal responsibility. Because when you don't take personal responsibility, whether it's for your body, for your life, for the people that are in your inner circle, the people that you date and have relationships with, the people that you get involved in business with, you are powerless to do anything to fix or change it. And there's just way too many people in the world that are like that. And that's why collectivism and socialism and communism seems so appealing to most people, or I say a lot of people. I, I saw a stat a couple weeks ago that 33% of millennials think that communism is cool and a good idea that should be tried, despite the fact the body count's over 100 million dead so far. It's been tried in over 100 countries and failed in every one of them. But it sounds good. It sounds great. Oh, you can just work and do things you enjoy and you'll have plenty of money and plenty of resources. It sounds like this wonderful utopia. But the reality is life is harsh. Life is hard. Everybody's got problems and nobody cares about your problems or my problems and they're glad that we have them. Nobody's coming to save you. 
Nobody's going to fix you. You have to do that yourself. And so everything that I teach and I embody, especially that I go through in my second book, Mastering Yourself, is about being a self-reliant human being, creating a life and lifestyle that pleases you and that you love and enjoy and it makes you smile. But at the end of the day, the buck stops with you. And like I said, anytime you blame other people, you can't help yourself. You can't do anything because when it's not your fault, then there's nothing to fix. So with that said, I got a quote that I wrote and then we'll go through his email. And the quote says, men are naturally inclined to be masculine, dangerous, but kind and have goals, values, principles, and a code of honor that they live by. Women are naturally inclined to be feminine, submissive, and become the greatest cheerleader and fan of their men. Men who are comfortable taking the masculine leadership role make women feel safe and comfortable enough to be feminine, girly, and submissive and follow their lead. Men who are feminine, unsure of themselves, overly emotional, who talk about their feelings too much and are indecisive and weak make women feel unsafe and uncomfortable. This forces women to be more masculine, bitchy, and disagreeable, which they resent. Unbalanced sexual polarity ruins sexual attraction and intimacy and eventually leads to a loveless, sexless, platonic friendship instead of a romantic, passionate love affair that results in beautiful children who are raised in an amazing, healthy, balanced family. That's definitely something to think about. So let's go through his email. He says, hey coach, I decided to ask you this question. And the last time I noticed more and more that men are emotional and talk about their feelings. They act like women. I have the feeling that it becomes more modern as time goes on. Well, this is also part of the uptake of cultural Marxism in all of our institutions, which is driven by the idea that everybody is equal and everybody's the same. And so they're trying to, they're teaching women to be more masculine and men to be more feminine because everybody can do the same job. And there is a, uh, there's a new movie out on Netflix. I can't think of the name. It's like a, a Tom Clancy type of one where one of the SEAL commanders, Navy SEAL commanders, is a woman. And it's like Hollywood has gone so woke with this stuff and trying to convince everybody that men and women are physically equal to one another. And when in reality, they, the women just simply cannot pass the selection process because they are physically unable to do the things that are required to make, make it in. But yet Hollywood keeps presenting this false archetype that women can do everything that men can do and men can do everything that women can do. And physically, that's just simply not a reality. It's a nice ideal. But the problem is, just like the quote says, it ruins the sexual polarity in a relationship because they want men to be nicer. And what happens is you got a lot of women that were hurt by their fathers growing up and they think, I want to make my son really nice so he doesn't grow up and hurt women in the same way I was hurt by the men in my life. And what happens is these these guys become too soft, too sensitive, too girly, and they can't handle their own lives. Like I was, I remember in the last couple years, 
where you get people that are getting upset about certain speakers coming on college campuses. And so the college is giving coloring books and crayons and Play-Doh to these adults, these college men and women, to help soothe their ego because life is really hard. That's not preparing men and women for the world. Life is harsh. People will screw you over. Life is full of sharks out there. And you send a bunch of overly sensitive and overly emotional people into the world, and they're going to get crushed. They're going to get walked all over and treated like doormats. It's not a good way to go. And on top of that, you have a lot of the oligarchs, oligarchic families. You look at the influence of old money. A lot of these old trust fund babies, especially the biggest one everybody knows about is the Rockefeller family and how the four grandkids inherited all this money from the grandfather that made his fortune back in the 1800s. These guys all grew up with a silver spoon in their mouths and they looked upon their fellow human beings with absolute contempt. And if you study history of the eugenicist movement, it's like you had the elite And they basically, their attitude was they didn't want low IQ people breeding and reproducing. And so they thought, let's just breed these people out of the gene pool and we'll have really smart, really amazing people, human beings, and we'll have a limited number of human beings on the planet and we'll save the planet that way. And so when you look at things like the what's happened with the lockdowns in last year, the birth rate in the United States alone is down over 300,000 babies that weren't born because humans basically weren't be interacting and meeting and dating and starting new relationships and having kids at the same rate as they were before the lockdowns. And these people applaud this. You look at some of the things that the, the Chinese Communist Party, it's interesting. They're having the same problem in their own country because they're now trying to institute things to teach men to be more masculine because they're having the same problem with the cultural Marxism. It's trying to make everybody the same, the sex is the same, trying to get men to act like women and women to act more like men. It's ruining the sexual polarity and it's making the men soft and weak and indecisive and not take a leadership role. This is happening all over the West, anywhere where this ideology is just allowed to flourish. And it really screws up human interactions and human relationships because it's the differences between men and women that attracts us to one another. And it's the same thing with gay and lesbian relationships as well. There's always a dominant masculine one and a more submissive feminine one. And when they act too similar, it ruins the sexual polarity and they don't want to they don't have any sexual intimacy anymore. I've had countless phone sessions over the years with gay and lesbian couples where usually I end up talking to the masculine one as the one that's booked in the phone session and I just teach them to act more masculine and take more of a leadership role just like a heterosexual male does and they'll go from not having sex for six months or a year to tearing each other's clothes off literally in a matter of hours just by getting them to behave more masculine which is more in line with their natural sexual essence and it's beautiful to see that but if people act too similar there's no sexual polarity there's no strong pull towards one another you just basically like the quote said you become platonic roommates and you have no interest in one another and it's just happening all over the world
He says, I have a feeling that it becomes more modern as time goes on. I can deal with these guys, but I wonder what is going on out there. It's very disturbing to see that happen, and I have no idea what's going on, and that is obviously a major issue. I guess it is mostly movies, TV, and media in general. Well, think about it from this perspective. If you can keep men unsure of themselves, if you can get men to be more feminine, they're easier to control with propaganda. They're more inclined to believe what they're seeing on TV or they're reading in the papers as being a legitimate news source. And people are obviously waking up in droves, people on the right and the left, and starting to recognize that most of the news in the media is full of propaganda, stuff that's outright lies, and stuff that's totally inaccurate. And the elite, if you will, they are all about having less human beings being born because they believe the world is overpopulated and it's going to ruin the planet. So anything they can do to cause their fellow man to breed less, they think it's a good thing. And this is part of the problem when you have this generational wealth, these people, these trust fund babies that never had to struggle in life. They're born with a silver spoon in their mouths and, they're, and they grow up in screwed up families. You read about the Rockefeller family. They're a mess, absolute mess. And their kids are all fucked up. The grandkids are all fucked up. And they were a really negative influence globally. But the way they thought is, hey, people like us should be making all the decisions, running all the rules. And so they get together with other members of the elites around the world because they all look at the, down on the rest of us like we're the unwashed masses, if you will, that we're too stupid to take care of our own lives and know what's good for us. That's why they're so against guns, especially the AR-15. They talk about, oh, it's, we're going to save a lot of lives if we just ban the AR-15. Well, the reality is when you look at the numbers, the FBI statistics, on average, you have about 300 people in the whole entire United States that are killed with rifles of all kinds, not just the AR-15, every kind of rifle in existence. There's barely 300 people a year on average that are murdered with rifles. Most of the gun deaths are gang violence that tends to happen in, quite frankly, Democrat-controlled cities that have been running for decades, and the rest are suicides. So this epidemic of gun violence really is gang crime, and if you're defunding the police in those areas, what are you going to get? If you look at the stats over the last year, murders, rape, robbery, carjackings, they're skyrocketing in these areas because the police have backed off. And then you got people like this idiot guy in uh, L.A. that's the D.A. that's just dumping people back onto the street and saying, oh, we'll just release the criminals. It'll be wonderful. And crime is skyrocketing. And there, there's a recall effort now that's making good headway to recall that guy because the people are, don't like growing up or living or moving around in a city where it is dangerous. And I live in Florida, obviously, and it's packed down here. People are moving from all over the country here, from whether it's New York or California, because they don't want to put up with this. They don't want their kids getting beat up on the way to school or their wives being robbed or raped. So they're voting with their feet. I mean, it's nuts, some of the stuff that's going on. She says, I remember, he says, I remember back in the days when I was younger, we looked up at heroes and role models. It's kind of hard to find these role models now. 
I love watching movies with Steve McQueen and other old actors from back then. It feels like there's so much more manliness in those characters. Yeah, you, I say it all the time. You look at the movies from 60, 70, 80 years ago, especially the black and white ones. Men were men. Women acted like women. And people were happy. They raised, they had great families. They raised amazing kids. And the kids grew up and they were pretty balanced. But all this cultural Marxism, this stuff really started in the 60s when if you've ever watched the, we did a documentary on socialism, socialism and capitalism. You, if, I highly recommend if you ever haven't heard of Yuri Bezminov, you can go watch the whole interview that he did in the, the 1980s with uh, was it G. Edward Griffin, I think it was. And this guy ran the active measure program, which was ideological subversion of the West for the Soviet communists. And he defected and he taught, and he spent his, the rest of his life lecturing on how they influence the elites and the Chinese. The Chinese Communist Party is doing the same thing, trying to weaken the West. And it's like now you see the things like remember all the video a year ago, year and a half ago, when you see all these people in these Chinese cities just collapsing and falling on the ground and everybody rushing over. I mean, it it was an information psyop. And the rest, they helped weaken the West because of that. They used this virus. And with the other crazy thing, that it now it looks like the Pentagon and the NIH has been funding this gain of function research in the Wuhan <laughs> laboratory. It's like, so for us to kind of blame the Chinese for it, it's like we really don't have a leg to stand on because it looks like we funded it. And Fauci was saying back in 2012 that these gain at this gain of function research was worth the risk of a pandemic. That's just crazy. But it's like it's like self-inflicted wounds. But you see all these people, the elite of the world, they all kind of have that communist, fascist type type of, hey, we should be running everything and the rest of you schmucks need to live the way we want. And again, that's why they demonize the AR-15 so much is because once they get rid of the guns, then they can do whatever the hell they want to the rest of us. And if you look at Pol Pot or what's going on in Venezuela or what Stalin did or what Mao did, the Khmer Rouge did. It's like anytime you get the socialist, communist, collectivist, fascist, the Nazis, you get people like that in power that want to concentrate power in groups that are like-minded like them, they start murdering people at some point. And that's one of the reasons why I'm so, another reason why I'm so pro-Second Amendment. And the Founding Fathers understood this. That's why they wrote it into the Bill of Rights. It says, shall not be infringed for a reason. The people, the American people are equals of their government. Simple as that. We are the equals of our government. They are our clerks. They work for us. That's the reality. When you study the history, we did a documentary on the, on the Second Amendment, which you definitely, I highly encourage you to go watch. He says they are tough. They went for what they want. Today, it looks like there's a whole industry evolving around the feminization of men, what kind of pushes the issue more. It starts with little boys. Boys want to be loud, fight, prove themselves, and still be loved. That's masculinity, dangerous masculinity. That's why boys climb trees and fall out of them and sometimes break their arms or their legs or their necks or whatever. It's just, that's what we do. We're supposed to be dangerous, but kind. But there's hardly any room for that in today's pedagogic, 
gagagagically, I can't even say that word. I don't know what that word means. Correct world. Boys are being wrapped in cotton wool, harmonized and softened more and more with a feminine understanding. Why, actually? Because it makes us easier to control. If we're unsure of ourselves, if we're not self-reliant, collectivism, socialism, communism, it feels like, wow, what a great utopia we'll have. Boys are boys and men are men, but I have the feeling for some reason that they are not allowed to be what they want anymore. Why so? Well, it's a lot of reasons. Big reason is the ideological subversion, but it's also the elites of the world that they look down at the rest of us, the unwashed masses, with utter contempt. If you studied eugenics and eugenicists and what's her name, Margaret Sanger, started Planned Parenthood, go read about her. And why the Planned Parenthood centers are in the locations where they're located. It's absolutely appalling. I'm not going to get into it here, but go do some research on your own and see that. It's it's pretty crazy. So by the way, Quotes, Ruminations, Contemplations is out, my third book. You can read it for free, obviously, at Understanding Relationships by subscribing to the email newsletter. And if you're struggling in your personal life and things are going sideways and you want to turn it around, go to understandingrelationships.com, click the products tab at the top of your screen and book a coaching session with yours truly. Until next time, I will talk to you soon.